Everybody knows that in 2020, community is one of the best ways to build defensibility within a startup. Unfortunately, there are still many tools that are needed to be used in order to run a successful community that's engaging, right? You want to have a newsletter for community? Great, it's Substack. You want to have a discussion board? Great, maybe it's Notion. You want to have events? It's Eventbrite. You want to have an actual software? Maybe it's Slack or Circle. But it wasn't until now that all of these tools and use cases are pulled into one tool. But today's sponsor for Forward Thinking Founders has done just that. Edition.so has taken all these parts of community building, put it under one platform, so you don't have to focus on community ops. All you have to focus on is community building. So if you are sick of stitching together all these different tools to build a community, but you want to have one, you want to have a thriving community for your startup, for your creator career, then give Edition.so a try. Right now, there is a waitlist to get in, but if you go to addition.so slash forward thinking, you'll be able to be bumped up to the top, give the platform a try, and use community to all the benefits that it has. So if you're sick of using 17 different tools to run your community, head to addition.so slash forward thinking and get started today. Now let's get into today's episode. What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository. And for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Amelia Lynn, who is the founder of Saga. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Doing great. Thank you so much for having me on today. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, I'm excited to have you on and learn more about what you're working on. For for people that haven't heard of Saga, um, can you kind of share what is it and kind of what you're working on? Right. Yeah, for sure. So Saga, we're an app to help you stay in touch with family and grow closer to them by voice recording answers to fun conversation starters. So kind of the way it works is uh, um, we send prompts, things like, hey, what's the biggest trouble you got into when you were a kid? Or who's your best friend growing up? And then you can record either through the app or even without the app by dialing into a special phone number. And then all of your family's answers get collected and sent out to you guys, kind of like getting your own personal private family podcast. All right, this is really cool. So I want to make sure I understand how it works. So um, you you have your family, you, you kind of enter like a like a, a group, and then a prompt is sent out. You all respond, and then I guess what what I'm what, what I'm missing is. If I wanted to like listen to the responses, is this in an app? Is it like, I guess, how, how can I listen to responses? And I kind of like go back in the past to other responses. would love to learn more about different things I can do with it. Yeah, 
Yeah, um, you can listen to the responses in the app. You can, it actually builds a history of all of your responses. So you are building your family's saga. So the idea is that you're creating this really kind of one of a kind collection that doesn't exist anywhere else, right? Cause like we got, you know, your photos might be in Google photos or something like that, you know, and maybe you got videos in Dropbox or something. But when it comes to um, audio, and like the voices of your loved ones, we spend hours every day listening to podcasts just like this one, right? Of people we don't even know. But imagine if you actually had that from your friends and your family and you could start building that collection somewhere. Um, that's what you have in with us. And uh, you can also share the audio out of the app too. So somebody doesn't have to have the app to listen. You can like send them like, oh, you gotta hear this one from dad or whatever. This is pretty cool, honestly. Like, this is like this is a new, like the evolution of like of, of audio and like like I, I feel like um like technology hasn't really or like more like like family tech hasn't caught up to like where we are like as a society. So like I feel like there's a lot of room for you to run here. I'm curious, like, why did you get started with this? What what is the origin story? When did you realize? Oh my gosh, I got to build Saga. Yeah, it's so funny. So Saga comes from a really personal place for me. Um, I built it for my own family, for my own mom and dad. Um, I've been begging them for about probably like 10 years to find some way of recording for me. And I didn't exactly know how at that time. But I was like, can you record for me somehow? These incredible stories they used to tell me and my sister when we were growing up about um, their childhoods in China, um, like why they came to America, how they met, what it was like for them and being in a new country, like all of this stuff, you know, and as I grew older, uh, that stuff became more and more important to me, and I really, really wanted to have it saved. And so I'd always ask them to find some way of saving it for me, and they'd say, well, Amelia, that's so sweet. We're super flattered. Maybe someday after we retire, because writing a book about our lives sounds like a really huge project. Um, so I had a couple goals. Uh, one, I wanted to find something that would make it really easy for them. Um, two, I wanted to find something that would feel fun for them and not like a big giant chore. Uh, and three, I want it to be something that we could do even when we were apart because, um, I'm in California and my parents are in Texas. And so I still want it to be something we could do from anywhere. Um, and so that's how Saga started. And I'm curious, like, how do you think about it? where it can i feel like there's so much creativity direction you can kind of go in with this i'm gonna be just in like how do you know what to prioritize i'm sure you got families you know re giving you feature requests fe telling you to build this build that you know how do you know what to build uh, um in this kind of persona which is kind of like i feel like unless i'm wrong and i totally could be like I, I, is, is there a huge category of like tech being built for families and if not like how do you know like how do you know what to build i don't know it's a really good question um it's interesting because i feel like we sit at the intersection of a couple of different interesting things going on right now uh, so from that initial project with my mom and my dad just to fast forward a little bit to today we've grown into a vc-backed um startup uh, with an app live in the app store you know in the very early days it was literally me on a phone like calling people so we started really low tech, um, but uh, so yeah, we sit at the intersection of a couple of different areas. One is definitely kind of tech for families. 
um, which I think is pretty interesting. And I think what's been interesting about that for us is that we started out with this use case in mind of, hey, you're gonna get like this podcast from your family. You guys are gonna like make this thing together. But the truth is that we've also seen people use it for close friends too. So we started to see things like groups of college roommates that are now far flung, but wanna stay in touch, will like use the app as a way of staying close, but also learning, continuing to learn about each other. Um, and they'll be like, yeah, like I learned things that, you know, I never knew, even though I've like, you know, this person, my best friend for six years or whatever. So I think there's like the idea of, okay, there's family, but we actually see ourselves like really expanding beyond that. The second kind of area that I think has been interesting that we sit in is this is audio. Um, and particularly like, um, I think you will be very aware of this and your audience will be too. But if you had told me like five years ago that it would be com considered completely normal to be spending hours every day listening to like strangers talk from your phone, like that would have sounded really, really weird. That's like basically what podcasting has made mainstream, right? And so I think with that, there's an incredible opportunity for voice audio. Like I feel like we're going into a golden age of like interesting apps and voice audio just as a medium. Um, and so I think that's been really exciting for us is kind of seeing people open to this idea. Uh, funnily enough, when we started the app, we actually didn't describe it as like a private podcast. We kind of called it, I don't remember what we called it. We we're just like, yeah, we're like capturing audio. And it was only, I think it was like a couple of our first users would say to us, I'm really liking this podcast. I tell my friends about this podcast and they were like, oh, right. Yeah, it is kind of like a podcast. Like we didn't even make the connection at first. Um, and then the third kind of interesting thing I think that we sort of sit in is this um, this idea that social, we're basically building um, a new kind of social media, if you want to think of it that way. One that's not about like blasting your life out to the entire world in a super public way, but is actually really private and intimate and is with a close group of people, right? It's like your family or like your best friends and the kind of content that you put in there, it might not be this kind of stuff that you ever want to put on Facebook, right? It's, but it's like very intimate um, and really, really valuable like to you and the people who are closest to you. Um, so I feel like, sorry, this is a very roundabout way of answering your question, but like, I think the truth is that what we've figured out at every single point, like what to prioritize, honestly, has been a lot about just listening to our users, to the families that use us, to the friends that use us, um, paying attention to how they're using the app. Because like early on, we didn't actually anticipate that groups of friends might use this app. Uh, you know, we very much designed it for families in mind and it was only once we saw like groups of college roommates that were trying to use it to stay in touch especially right now during covid um that it kind of we kind of realized oh there's like something broader here we didn't start out in audio actually the very first version of saga was written like written interviews that were going to be put into a book and i was calling people and interviewing over them the phone because i thought it would make it really easy to transcribe and then what happened was that people started asking me for the audio recordings. They'd say, hey, this transcript is really cool, but can I have the audio recordings of my mom? That'd be so awesome to hear her voice. Um, so really like every kind of step of the way has been um, really just learning from like feedback from, from our users. And how do you think about like long, long, long term? If you were to look out like, you know, like, you know, a decade or like, you know, 15 years, you know, just like way, way out there. What could this look like if you look at all these trends that you're outlining? Um, 
you know, what's the big vision uh, for this and kind of what could it look like down the line? Yeah, that's such a cool question. So we have this, the, literally like probably the first week um, that we, uh, like it, once you've grown to a team of three, I remember like we sat down like week one and we actually wrote like our mission. I was just, we were just reading again the other day and I think it's really, really, it's true. Like there's not anything about it that I would change still, which is that like our mission is basically to help you create like deep and meaningful relationships with people who mean most to you across, we say across space and time, by which we mean like one kind of no matter where you are, you could be like super far from each other. But the time bit I think is also about like, um, you know, that like connecting over things that you've actually lived through together and this idea of memory. And so really, I think what we see ourselves creating is a new kind of like really kind of in the big picture vision is a new kind of social network. One that isn't about, you know, blasting out the most Photoshop version of yourself, um, you know, for everyone and anyone to, to see, but is one that is actually default private. It is meant to be intimate. It's meant to be with the people you care about, the people, the things that people record with us. They're not like a second snapshot, right? A second long snapshot. Some of them, the longest recording we've ever gotten was over two hours long. Like you want to talk about like long form content, right? They're like really thoughtful and like really deep and really precious. And it's a social network that, you know, opposed to everything else that you might use is one that is centered around the idea of sharing and collecting um, like memories. Uh, so that's, that's kind of our big vision. Yeah. I mean, what a time, I mean, you're, you're the intersection of so many things, as you, as you mentioned, like great timing to make that happen. And obviously to make it happen, you'll need, you'll need some help, right? Like, and luckily we got all these people listening to the Forward Thinking Founders podcast that know the question is coming. The question is how can the listeners help you? Are you raising capital? Are you hiring? Are you, you know, looking for people to use the app? How can the listeners assist and help you, you know, make the vision happen? Love this question. Best question ever I've been asked on a podcast. Um, so we're, v, we're, we're VC backed and we're funded. So luckily for us, you know, we, we've got that part taken care of. Um, we are hiring and we would love for people to take a look if you think that what we're working on is interesting. If our mission inspires you, you can check us out at trysaga.com slash jobs or via the jobs link on our page. I've got two more asks, so I hope it's cool if I give multiple. Um, yeah, you so number got it. two. Yeah, okay. So number two is, look, we love podcasters. Um, I think there's a really, I mean, obviously you guys are lovers of voice audio and we are too. And frankly, some of our earliest users and fans were even podcasters themselves. Um, so if you think that, you know, our app or our story and our journey would be interesting to your audience, would love to hear from you. Um, you can reach me directly at Amelia, A-M-E-L-I-A at trisaga.com. Again, we're just hugely grateful to the podcasting community. It's been super supportive of us. Um, ask number three is definitely to go check out the app. Um, if you go to the uh, app store um, on iOS and search for Saga uh, podcasts, you'll find us. Um, and part two of that ask is I want to hear what you think about it. So please email me directly. Again, like I'm, I'm the CEO and I'm the founder and I want to hear from you. Um, and again, my email address is Amelia um, at trisaga.com. 
And then um, I know you just mentioned a couple times, just to make sure people, people know where to find it, where to find you online. What's your URL? What's the app name? Are you on social media? And then your email one more time, just in case people want to get in touch. Totally. So our website is trysaga, T-R-Y-S-A-G-A dot com, trysaga dot com. Um, the app is uh, in the app store and you can search for it. Uh, if you search for Saga podcast, you will find it. And then uh, my email address is Amelia, like Amelia Earhart, A-M-E-L-I-A at trysaga.com. And then our social media, you can find us um, on Twitter um, and on Instagram, both. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast and sharing what you're working on with Saga. I think it's super interesting on many different fronts. And I'm looking forward to trying it out in the future as well. Thanks for coming on. Awesome. Thank you so much for having us. This has been a lot of fun. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the episode of Forward Thinking Founders. If you're sitting there, you're just saying, Matt, I want more. How can I get more? Well, luckily, you can get it at Forward Thinking City. Forward Thinking City is a community for the Forward Thinking Network, right? And we have multiple different aspects of the city. One, we have AMAs. Some of the previous guests that have been on the podcast, like Jonathan Barkle, Kristen Anderson, Austin Allred, come back and they do AMAs with the residents. You can ask them any question that you want, right? You can ask them about fundraising the early days, how they got their customers. We do these every single week with another, you know, really great founder that has been on the podcast. Additionally, um, we have our pitch battles, right? So if you want feedback on your pitch and the opportunity to potentially pitch in front of VCs and talk one-on-one with venture capitalists, this is where to do it. These are monthly pitch battles. So if you don't get in the first time, try again, right? The goal is to improve and get feedback to eventually one, raise, uh, get, get into the room with the VCs. Two, raise capital. Three, so you can get back to your company and building a great startup, building a great business. The last thing I'll mention is that if you were kind of interested in just community, we have our coffee hours and happy hours where you can meet other residents, learn about what they're working on, talk about social things, anything you want. This is a city for founders. It is for investors. It is for startup enthusiasts. It's for anyone that loves startups. So if you're interested in what I'm saying, Go to forwardthinking.city and join the city for $15 a month. Um, you know, the way, the reason I charge is because I want to be able to do this full time and bring as much value as I possibly can. And I think it's well worth the value. You can ask any of the current residents and they will attest to that. So go to forwardthinking.city, join the city, and you'll see immediately the, the next AMA, the next pitch battle, the next event. And I hope to see you there. Forwardthinking.city. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.